Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 152 for the week of November 6, 2010. Ooh. Oh, wait. That, 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 last week was spooky. It was Hall- spooky. It was Halloween. This week, it's... What is it? Election weeky? How do... How do you sound if it's an election week? <laughs> sound like Uncle politics Sam. are pretty scary. Welcome South to the elect- Welcome to the week of November 6, 2010. Harry defeats <laughs> Truman. <laughs> Wait, Harry was Truman. Uh, Harry- Truman defeats Dewey. I don't know. Oh, wasn't that like a fake headline or something? Then Dewey defeats Truman. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> oh. Hilarious. Uh, the medical marijuana referendum is passed in Dane County, Wisconsin. Very important. Did so it that's why your voice like... sounds like that. Yes, that's why. No. It doesn't mean anything though. It's just a referendum to get something on a ballot later. So <laughs> your politics are so funny. Well, you know, we can't all debate over the right length of an igloo block. Well, actually, you know what? This week in politics are. Premier and BC resigned for putting in a tax. Your your, that your makes, television uh, network makes, resigned. No, our premier of the premier of British Columbia. Oh, I, I heard premier Pro- NBC resigned. Like we're no, done the broadcasting. Premier of British Columbia resigned because he put in a tax that saves people's money. What? And it was very unpopular. Oh. Really? He could come over here and do that, and I'd be thrilled. He saves <laughs> money, and it was unpopular. Nice. Yeah, that's they they combined the the GST and the PST mm-hmm. and took the tax off a whole bunch of stuff, but added tax to stuff. Except the things that they added tax to should have been taxed in the first place, like Starbucks, ah, and well, other miscellaneous junk food. And I'm sorry, but you should know with hipsters, you don't tax their Starbucks. I'm sorry. I don't feel like paying their medical expenses. But guess what? Now that they're taxed, the obesity and other heart problems that they'll get from having so much caffeine are dealt with. You don't get obesity from caffeine. No, you get obesity from the fact that it's, you know, latte. 800 calorie latte, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. With triple whipped cream and crap like that. Nice. All right. Canada taxing Starbucks ousts le- world leader. Well, regional uh, leader. Yeah, I was going to say world leader. Not quite. <laughs> yeah, it is Canada. All right. So that is Anna Marie Neufeld from the rustic shores of Vancouver, British Columbia. Rustic. Yeah, that's what you always say when it's a dump, right? I don't... What? <laughs> That's that's how it works in real estate. It's rustic or quaint. You don't don't go to a place that's described as rustic or quaint. It's very bad. No, uh, Vancouver's beautiful. I've been there. It's nice, and it was a great drive from Seattle. It's actually the best part is the drive. So everyone go drive from Seattle, Vancouver immediately. Yeah, because you got the temperature to go up ten degrees. I did. It's it's warmer <laughs> in Canada. It's the weirdest thing. Doesn't make any sense. Also here, Emmanuel Marino from the um, balmy shores of Los Angeles, California. Balmy? It's been like 80 all week. Isn't 80 that balmy? to 90. I uh, guess it is. It's kind I of think cool. so. <laughs> Especially compared to Wisconsin, where it's like 39. Um, and finally, newcomer to the show, new composer for the site, or whatever you're... Con- I don't know. Soundtrack reviewer, <laughs> and I don't know what else we're saying, you, you, but... 
It's Garrett Lindquist. You've heard his music. Now you get to see the man or hear the man. Hello. How you doing? And yes, it is like 37 degrees here in Wisconsin. Are you it's in horrible. Wisconsin too? I'm in Kenosha. I'm like three Kenosha. hours away from you. Oh, he's going to stalk me. It's awesome. I can't Who said I wasn't already? Oh. This is from outside oh, your window. You. Oh, and you brought your kid. That's the weird part. It's like, no, he's gone to- now. Oh, he's gone now. Okay. Forever. Forever. <laughs> All I need is you, Chris. <laughs> oh, man. Let's make it very desperate. Hey. Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Garrett has a song we'll be hearing later on in the show. Um, assuming I'm not too lazy to splice it in this week. I think I'll be able I think I'll be okay. I'm really tired today. Yeah, same here. I, I went to uh, Video Games Live. Oh, I'm Chris Privateer, your host. I went to uh, Video Games Live last night in uh, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Or Milwaukee, as we learned in Wayne's World. I did not visit the Laverne and Shirley factory, but Video Games Live was fantastic. I've been to this show a number of times, um, and this they've just uh, changed up the musical set pretty much, uh, and... It was great. They had live uh, Guitar Hero playing on stage where the band played the music for the game. They had uh, <laughs> they had some good stuff with uh, a guy schooling someone else in Frogger, um, a girl who obviously had never played Frogger before. It was kind of weird. We had uh, a great encore with some Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross music, and, of course, all the other great music that they like to play. Good show, very good show. And they've uh, now started putting in funny videos between a lot of the songs, and so... It's uh, very entertaining. I got to see such uh, video game mashups as what would it be like if Sonic was the main character in Pac-Man and uh, what if uh, Contra took on Duck Hunt. So very, very good show. Very entertaining. Highly recommended if it's coming into your area, and chances are it will. Go check it out, videogameslive.com. But uh, wonderful. You guys ever been to the show? Ever? Uh, One of the first ones in L.A., I think. Ah, Nice. I went to the one in Milwaukee a long time ago. 2008 was the first time they were here. Oh, then I must have been to something else. Uh, you may have been to a Dear Friends or a More Friends, but... They played a lot of Chrono Trigger, but I was... I think I was seriously like 12 or 13. I don't know what that would have been. Hmm. How old are you now? 24. Mm, weird. Yeah, it was something. That was a, probably I a wish high school concert or something. <laughs> Yeah, right. Probably. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, let's see. What are some of the... Ooh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana on the 13th. They're Minneapolis on the 7th of January. What are, Newark, New Jersey. Everyone loves Newark, New Jersey. Oh, here you go, Anna. Vancouver, B- British Columbia Video Games Live will be there for two nights in April. The 13th and the 14th. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. They were here um, last year as well. Nice. Wow, Bethesda, they're doing a double header, a 2 p.m. and 8 p.m. show on the 26th of February. Bethesda, Maryland. Can go. Uh, is Bethesda actually headed up in Bethesda? Yes, it is. I'm pretty sure. Sh- yeah, go. I'm pretty sure they're like from, right from there. Because that's why they had Washington, D.C. and Fallout 3 and all that. Did you get the. Sounds my cats great. just stole my. Go listen to some music and then go meet the makers of Fallout. I bet you a bunch of the Fallout people will be there. Fallout and Oblivion. Yeah, they don't do any of their music, but they probably should. They don't have any StarCraft music. I kind of miss that. They have a big World of Warcraft suite during the show, but no StarCraft music. They need to fix that. Nothing brings in the money like the Night Owls. (laughs) Apparently not. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Oh... 
Let's see. Oh, Portland, Oregon to be announced, says Reeton. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You'll have to go up to... You're Portland. Make the road trip to Vancouver. Oh, Bethesda moved to Rockville. From Bethesda, Maryland to Rockville, Maryland. I don't know how far away that is. It's probably like a small city outside of Bethesda that gives better tax benefits or something silly like that. I think that's how that works. All right, and how this show works is that I move on when nobody wants to talk about this stuff anymore. So um, we're going right in the news because we don't have any feedback, so that means I need to plug how you can send in feedback for the show. And there, we've got a number of ways. So first of all, you can be live on the show with us at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, usually. Um, <laughs> I keep saying usually because eventually we're going to try a new time for a little while. But for right now, it's 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, and it's... At rpgamer.com slash live. You can join the chat room and chat and say things like Reeton, who says, unless I slept on Mike's porch. And then we can include those statements in the show, like you just heard. So that's one way to be on the show. Another way to be on the show, send an email to podcast at rpgamer.com and you can join the inbox that's currently full of contest entries that I need to sort through and send people's prizes out for the uh, Extra Life contest. But in addition, I get other things like song submissions from Garrett Lindquist. Woo plug. <laughs> Woo plug, yes. <laughs> and uh, um, you can send us an audio note. You record yourself like on an on a iPhone and send us an MP3 or AAC file, and then I can play it on the show like with a, as a voicemail. Or you can call us at 608-729-4098, and that's the main voicemail number for the show, and you can leave us voicemail, and uh, we can play your message right on the show. Master Chief likes to do that. He sends us five-minute uh, voicemails that sound like they come from under a, a, a highway tunnel sometime or a men's, room, a men's room other times. It's very interesting, but uh, very fun. It adds a lot of character to it. Yeah, we get to try and figure out, where the heck was he? <laughs> it's like, where in the world is Master Chief? Yes, where in the world is... Oh, I don't know his last name. What's his real last name? Jesus... Uh, I don't know. I made up a, a last name that sounds Hispanic. I don't even know if he's Hispanic. He could be like Norwegian. I think he's Cuban. He's Cuban. Is that does that count as Hispanic or not? I'm kind of ignorant on that. Maybe he'll tell us. He'll tell us. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't want to answer. He's going to send in a nasty voicemail next week. That'll be awesome. And we can fr- try and figure Space. out where he sends it from. It'll be good. From space, he's going to send it from space. He's Just going so up to the International Space Station. Hello, I'm calling into RPG Cast. Just a is it Darth Vader? Is Darth Vader calling in next week? <laughs> yes, that's that's right. Star Wars convention. Master Chief is Darth Vader. The biggest twist in sci-fi gaming history. It's it's at the end of Star Wars. Star Wars: The Force Unleashed Two. That's what you find mm-hmm. out. He takes That's off his helmet to much. reveal another helmet. <laughs> That's great. This is why this game didn't do too well. All right, so let's move on to news. Because <laughs> my jokes aren't doing too well. So, Okami then. Anyone looking forward to Okami then? I am, no, yes. but I'm probably one of the only people who isn't. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I never really got into Okami. I think I've played like an hour and a half of it tops. Well, then you should fix that. Yeah, no. That game has like 
good music and good artwork and good everything. I know, but I sit there and I'm like, it's pretty, and I like listening to it. And <laughs> I, I sit there like and it's pretty. It. And I just don't feel like playing it. Ah. Okay. Well then. Sucks for you. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. I'm sorry. Why do you bring up Okami then, Chris? Well, because it has a release date. Really? Figure people might want to know when it comes out. But apparently not. Canada's oh. decided we don't want it, so. Anna represents Canada. <laughs> she does. My sister says that. She just calls her Canada. <laughs> Sisters talk to her on Skype before. I'm like, ooh, if, are you talking to Canada? I'm like, yeah. It's the entire country. So, uh, March 15th in North America, if you've been waiting for Okami Den, that's the date you can get it. Sweet. Is that like around the time the 3DS should be coming out? It's around the time a lot of stuff's coming out. So, yeah, it's kind of... My cat is destroying my desk. What are you doing? She's jealous of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. You have become more important than my cat. You should feel happy, listeners at home. So, you should also feel happy that you'll be able to pick up um, for twenty nine ninety nine, the follow-up to Okami, and you're going to pre-order, because I told you to, and when you pre-order, here's what you're going to get. You're going to paintbrush-shaped touchscreen stylus and a screen cleaner that has artwork from the game. No, when uh, you say pre-order, do you mean GameStop? I, of course, mean GameStop. Where else do you pre-order from? Do you pre-order from Best, Best Buy? starting that stuff. Yeah. Amazon? Amazon? Nah, no. Oh, yeah. It's a GameStop. It is a GameStop only pre order, and it's limited to 20,000 units, so go do it now. Um, I'm wondering if I actually need this particular. Which, crap. of course, but, means that we're not going to get it in Canada. No, not at all. Oh, Sorry. <sighs> they don't have GameStop in Canada, do they? We have EB Games. Yeah. Well, see, they were. They, the GameStop tried to come there, but then they went to buy their Starbucks, and the taxes were like, no, we're leaving this country. So. No, 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 no. No? GameStop bought EB so that they would have a presence in Canada. Yeah, but then they, they had a business meeting for bringing over the pre-orders and the Starbucks fiasco. You remember. Uh, yeah, I must have missed the notes for that one. Oh, yeah, it's in the... It's Matt. The magisterial meeting 414 in the chamber of our Lord. Um, I don't know. I don't need to. What's a good Steve Canadian Jobs. name? St- no, that's that's Apple. Like, oh. What? Bob McKenzie. There we go. That's a good Canadian name, right? Is that Minnesotan? <laughs> it sounds more Minnesotan. So, uh, Ghostlight, right? <laughs> Anyone remember that? <laughs> I don't know who these guys are. They're a European no publisher, apparently. Uh, they're going to be releasing three of Idea Factory's titles in Europe last year. So, so everybody at home, sit down and get ready for this, because these are some hot hits from Idea Factory. First off, we've got Agarest Senki Zero. That's Agarest War Prequel, a.k.a. Uh, I guess we're going to call it Record of Agarest War Zero for now. <clears throat> so if you, if, you, if you thought the first Record of Agarest War was just... Fantastic. This one should blow your socks off. It's got trophies, you know, and all that stuff. So that's in Europe. They're also releasing Spectral Souls 2 in Europe, which was uh, came out here a while back as Spectral Souls PSP. And then finally, they've got Generations of Chaos 5, which was released in the U.S. as Aedis Eclipsed. 
Eclipse, Generation of Chaos. So we've got Generations of Chaos 5, we've got Spectre Souls 2, and we've got Agress Wars 0. What more could you want if you were in Europe? I don't know. I think that lineup would make me swim the ocean. What do you think? Is this going to be a big deal for Europe? Is this what they wanted? I, don't, I wish what's-his-name was here. John, John Yerworth? I do, too. Well, actually, it's really interesting because um, on top of the fact that the those titles are coming there, isn't Agris War Zero also coming to North America? Uh, yeah, but I was going to get to that next. Because you know what happened? I'm trying for a hook, man. You're trying for a hook? All right, I got your hook up here. Actually, why don't you do the story? People don't people don't want to listen to me anymore. So you say, well, you say it. I don't know what to say because it's a PS3 game, so I haven't really <laughs> been following it. I can't report on news on um, a system the, I don't own. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the Agorist War Zero is PlayStation 3 and yes. 360. Yes. But having not played Agorist War, which was, I believe, only PS3, um, I wasn't really... Meh, 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 meh. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, so Record of Agarus War or Record of Agarus War Zero, uh, Agarus Senki Zero as it's known in Japan, and the n- game that we don't know the title of that oh, no, uh, Ghost Light's going to be releasing in Europe. Right, we did have an Agarus. We did have the Agarus War on the 360. Yeah, that was the really naughty limited edition. Yeah, and the PS3 was the one that was like download only, and everyone hated that. So yeah, because it was massive. It ten gigabytes. Yeah, I mean, ten gigs. I'm like, okay, sounds good to me, but apparently a lot of people don't like that. And so what they're going to do, <laughs> Axis Games, who's got the exclusive release rights for this title in North America. They said, by way of their localization editor, who's kind of a weird person to speak through, but that's what, he's, that's what they did. He said, it was made ex- excessively clear to us that there are a number of people who do not care for downloading their video games. I am told this number is bigger than a bread box, and so we have gone to great lengths. I personally have killed at least five orcs to ensure that everyone will have the opportunity of sliding a shiny new physical disc into their console of the choice. Or both, if they are into that sort of thing. So there you go. The localization editor, who apparently has to slay orcs as part of his normal duties at Axis, is uh, telling us that uh, this this one going to have physical release for both systems. Which I have to wonder about, because didn't the first one not do well? Or did it just review poorly and everyone bought it because it had lots of boobs? No. Um, I think I a lot of people didn't want to get. I didn't. I don't think a lot of people were disappointed that there was no physical PS3 copy. Mm-hmm. And I think that did depress sales. <laughs> well, the chat room is pro boobs apparently. So, and uh, Master Chief assures us someone must have bought the game. I know Michael got it somehow, right? Yeah, oh, he got the naughty edition. Right, remember he got the really naughty edition and yeah. then sold everything off? Didn't That's he get right. a mouse pad? Yes. Like a boob mouse pad? Yeah, I okay. think he kept that. Right, he kept the booby mouse pad and, and sold, sold off the, the game. game. That was it, that was it. He kept what was important. <laughs> to him, at least. Yeah. Um, just some details of the game for it's, itself for those of you in Europe or the U.S. who are going to be getting this title. Uh, the character portraits are now animated. And there will be some dating sim elements again in the game, just like the first one. The soul breed system will be back, and characters will change outfits and dialogue as they grow more fond of the main character. So I guess that 
assumes they will be more and more dressed revealingly. I don't know how that works. I didn't play that game because everyone said it was bad. And apparently no one else did on the show. Oh, nope, never no. tried it. <laughs> no. <laughs> we all we all we all heeded the warning. Well Um actually you know what's funny is I'm Ian owns it. Oh, okay. Does he like it? Ian, did you play Agris War or did you just grope the booby mouse pad? Oh no, you just grope the booby mouse pad. You know, if all you wanted was a booby mouse pad, there's much... I'm not going to say the word booby. If you <laughs> just want a breast mouth pad, you could get much cheaper things. Oh, really? Uh, what site do oh, you Manny, like for you that, could Manny? Go, you could do like me and call them Tatas. Oh, there you go. The Tata mouse pad. Master the Chief Tata in the chat room pad. says there are better booby mouse pads than this one. And Funnet Man and Cavalli- uh Oh, wait. Cavalier doesn't say whether he likes it or not. Funnet Man seems pro-booby. Um, yeah. So we got this, quite the uh, party in the chat room. Must all be really lonely guys. <laughs> Very sad. We need to we need to increase our demographic a little bit. So let's let's mature things up, shall we? Let's move on to the iOS. What about the iOS? Epic Games and Chair Entertainment have unveiled Infinity Blade, an well, action I RPG. I should say. Well, let me let me handle this one. Whoa! This is really exciting. Okay. No, I'm just saying it was not so much. I actually remember uh, during the. On, in, on September 1st, Apple had a keynote yes. where they unveiled their latest iPod, their latest uh, batch of iPods for the new year. And uh, one of the big things that they unveiled was that Epic Game was bringing Unreal Engine 3 to the to iPhone as a development kit, right? Yes. Yeah. So the big game that they used to show off was chair-developed uh, game called Project Sword or codenamed Project Sword. And if you remember, Chair is famous, well, most recently famous for uh, developing Shadow Complex. Ah, right. On Xbox 360, which was like a downloadable game of the year when it first came out. Yeah. So, of course, you know, that's reason enough to get excited, right? Yeah. The guys who are making Shadow Complex are making an an iPod RPG called, well, I guess that's the big news is this week it finally has a real name, Infinity Blood. Infinity. And beyond, right? Uh, I guess. Um, it looks like it would like actually slow down my computer. It looks that good for a phone. It's insane. So let me see. So what do you know about this so far, you guys? Anything like what what, what gaps you want me to fill in? Hmm. Um, I don't know anything about the story. I haven't looked into that yet. Um, I've just basically been watching knows. like in-game just in-game videos for it, and it's insane. I played through the tech demo for it, the Epic Citadel thing. (laughs) I haven't, uh, you know, I don't know anything about the game other than a little video you linked me earlier. Oh, yeah, they released a trailer, and there's also, like, an interview on GTTV with uh, Donald Mustard. Oh, okay. Donald Um, Mustard? Donald Mustard, yeah. The the lead creative designer of uh, Chair Entertainment. Chair Entertainment, okay, got it. Donald, his name is Donald Mustard? Yeah. Okay. All right. And so how does this game work? How is it an RPG? What is it? What kind of RPG? It's action RPG, right? So um, like Kingdom Hearts, Secret of Mana. What is it like? Apparently it's an action RPG where uh, you're exploring this big castle. And in between... Oh, wait, you're going to this big castle and there's basically uh, no freedom of movement. Sorry, I'm reading at the same time. It's no on rails? Um, it's 
seem the way it seems to be described is sort of like a, a mix between. Uh, <laughs> there's John. Hi, John. Hi. Sorry, I'm a bit rest. <laughs> but oh, back, right. bit night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. But we'll, we'll. I got something for you in a second. But first, Infinity Blade. It's on. It's on rails. So you are kind of immobile, even though this is a mobile game. Oh, isn't that kind of weird? Okay, so the way they're describing it right now is as a mix between Karataka, Dragon Slayer, and Punch Out. What? <laughs> What's the first one? Karataka? It's like, did, don't you remember the NES game? Karataka? How does it spelled? Karate and then Ka at the end. No, I don't know that one. Ah. How many? Anyway. Wait, wait, who else on this call knows Karate Ka? Never heard of it. No, I haven't heard of it either. Anna? Anna's she is? okay. <laughs> no, all right. So I'm not the only one. All right. All right about- fine, fine. Let me just get to the point. Okay. Basically, it's it's just a big sword fighting game, big sword fighting action RPG using um, Unreal Engine three on the yeah. iPhone. And Dress. the reason why everyone cares about this game is because it's so pretty, and Chair's making it, and Shadow Complex was great. That's the oh. short version. Okay. Well, I'm finding the Wikipedia article for for Karate Ka. I know everyone's all interested in this. <laughs> really good cover art. This is classic old gaming cover art. But uh wow. Okay. And, okay, so I guess that means it's a left to right scrolly beat 'em up. The Dragon's no, Lair no, no. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm putting these games together. We got Karate Ka, Dragon's Lair, and the third one was Punch Out, right? So that yeah. means you're you're scrolling right to left on rails and beating stuff up. That means you are having to press directional buttons at certain times to not die, and it means that you have to puzzle out your boss enemies and figure out which direction to punch them in at the right time and how to respond to their moves properly. Actually, that last part sounds 100% accurate. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, really it's, like punch out. <laughs> oh, you sort of like you swipe you swipe across the screen to control your attacks. You can dodge from side to side. You can block incoming attacks. In between fights, you explore the castle, get loot, get potions. You can buy better equipment, better shields, better helms, different swords, and they all have like different stats, like plus plus five fire, plus you know uh, plus twenty five uh, ice, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think the most exciting thing is that they, um, they're really dedicated to this uh, to the iOS platform. Apparently, they're going to be releasing a, a constant stream of free updates. To um, here, the game? Yeah. Okay. So here's the code. It's going to be like a constant stream of here's a couple of new swords, here's a new shield, here's a new helmet, here's multiplayer, here's a whole new part of the castle to explore, here's a whole new series of enemies. Oh, nice. And, just, and just because they can. Just because... I, well, I, just oh, because I know that's why. how iPhone games work. You just have to keep making more reasons for people to and this is like the flagship game for um i uh unreason so uh, this game has to shine mm-hmm. that makes sense so you know, if anything just think of this as like a a nice an interesting first experiment for what this platform can for what this uh tech can do on this platform so i went to watch the video and it seems very hectically slashy it looked like he was more playing fruit ninja than playing this game but I hope that's uh, a bit more strategic when you actually play it. Hmm. Kind of uh, reminded me of Zelda, the mechanics in that. You know, different ways you can swipe. Oh, uh, yeah, the new Zelda? The new Zelda? 
No, I think uh, Twilight Princess. How you could, if you would slash, you know, horizontally, he would slash that way, or other. No, actually, it wasn't that complicated. Now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah Twilight new- Princess was just sort of like shake your shake your wrists. Yeah, the new Zelda is that complicated, um, if you want to call it complicated. <clears throat> okay, secretly, I meant that one then. <laughs> That's okay. All right, so uh, that's an iPhone game, so that means only so many people oh. are going to see it. Oh, what? And apparently it will be coming out within the next few weeks. Oh, wow. What is it with the short release dates on these things? Isn't it's that like, great, though? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know why they don't do it in other industries. Why is it only iPhone games that get that treatment? I will say that those uh, there are like the, the three big iPhone games to look forward to this holiday season are uh, Infinity Blade, uh, Rage, the new Rage game, finally... Being made by John Carmack finally has a name, and that's coming out by the end of November. It's Mutant Bash TV. Okay. And finally, I think Dead Space 2, which is going to come out like maybe at the end of December. Or is it January. a port or a new game? It's um, It takes place in between Dead Space 1 and 2, sort of sort of to fill the gaps. And it's uh same gameplay as Dead Space 1 and Dead Space 2, sort of third-person action game. It's not on rails. This one, you actually move around and control your character. And you can level up and all that stuff. Cool. Crap, I'm going to have to get an iPad. There you go. Well, yeah, some of these don't the... play well on an iPad. You have to be careful because it's so I've big. I've seen that, actually, yeah. I'll have to get an iPad or iPod Touch. You need both. Apple wants you to buy everything. That's <laughs> kind of how it works. You need the iPad for the big... Actually, don't buy an iPad right now because, you know, like right after Christmas, there'll be an announcement of the new one. So, with the red and the screw. Yeah, and then probably launch in March. Probably not a good time to buy. <laughs> just, just a tip out there for people considering buying iPads. I know it's like the hot Christmas item, but really, you're going to have it for three months and really be kicking yourself. <laughs> so just, just be careful. Um, all right, so Infinity Blade. That's it. So I have to ask you, John. Yo. We got the best news ever for Europe earlier in the show. You know what you get? Oh, uh, more stuff from Idea Factory. Oh yes, Agorist War Zero. Are you? Can you just not wait for it? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um. <laughs> Spectral Souls Two and Adis and Generations of Chaos Five. What could be better? No. Um. I don't know. Will I sound stupid if I say that I've never heard of some of these? <laughs> not really. Yeah. No, you just sound like I mean, well adjusted. My, my, my house, yes. my housemate did. You'd buy sound the like a normal Agrest. person. <laughs> okay. uh, oh, my you, housemate. Did he get the mouse pad? pad? No, we didn't get that edition in Europe. Oh, that's too bad. We only got the one with the art book. Hmm. Was um, the art book also, racy, at least? Judging, I'd say, judging by the uh, the actual rating pa- pasted on the box, it looks like our copy was actually imported from Australia or something. <laughs> <laughs> the rating. Now to say the ratings don't look like that. So he enough. imported it. No, 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 no. The, the shop he bought it from imported it. By the oh. looks of things. Oh, that's weird. Oddly, that would make sense. Why you didn't get the mouse pad then? Yeah. They ripped it open. I, and I, took doubt, it out. I doubt Australia <laughs> got the mouse pad. Yeah, so they're kind of. Yeah, they're kind of not so nice there. about that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know who isn't else? You know who else isn't nice about stuff lately? Microsoft has apparently screwed over indie games this past week with their new dashboard release, hiding it in some weird, hard-to-find specialty shop panel. Like, they're right next to Game Room, which is not a good sign, since Game Room is kind of on a death watch for when they're going to pull it off uh, life support at this point. Oh, no. And that's, uh, that's uh, that's where your indie games are, right next to that. 
the next room over. So you get to listen to the coughing, dying person whenever you go to visit indie, indie games right now. But Microsoft defends it and says, oh, it, it's fine. Now you can see up to 50 in a list once you get there. And, um, yeah, they, they don't have a good defense for it. But uh, people are releasing games and noticing the sales sucking. But, uh, you know, we can kind of help out with that. Um, by true. By interrupting the camera stream. Uh-oh. Let me fix that. Oops. Uh-oh. Start. Get to hear it live here. All <laughs> right. Yeah. See, the audio stream, you folks, I love you folks, because you're always here with us. You don't miss anything. You're always here. The live folks, you know, they're sitting there like, I'm, I don't feel like waiting for this to come out later. I'm going to just listen to it live. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they get interrupted sometimes. That's okay. I love them both. But uh, should be back. Hey, chat room, are you back? They can't tell me. That did it. Oh, no, that it did. That it did. That it did. <laughs> All right. That anyway. it be. We're good. We're back. The audio people, they never left us. Thank you, audio people. Thank you, uh, chat room people, too. But uh, Ooh. my heart lies with the audio. Oh. Anyway, we were talking about XP Live Indie, Xbox Live Indie games. Tell me in general, how many Xbox Live Indie games have you guys purchased? I have uh, purchased one. Which one? Breath of Death 7. Ah, okay, that's the one we're supposed to say, right? That's the one we're all supposed to say, I think, yeah. Well, considering that he was on our show. <laughs> yeah. I purchased a couple, including that one, as well as uh, uh, some other more musical shooter type one that I can't remember the name of now. I feel bad about. Did but. you guys buy any of the million ones of zombies in it? No. Oh, isn't one called like a zombie game? I, I made a game like with zombies I, in it. Yes. One of them. Yeah. No thanks. What about like, you, hey, John? Do you, do you get those yes. over in Europe? Do you have a 360? You don't have a 360. No, no. I, actually, I do have a 360 now, <gasps> except we only we only got it on like... Uh, what my housemate brought it back from uh, from uh, visiting his parents on like Thursday. Ah, so okay. I've had a th- I've had a 360 for a grand total of three days. So you're gonna lock your copy of uh, Radiant Silvergun to his account? No, I'm gonna lock the copy of Radiant Silvergun to my account. <laughs> <laughs> Just but isn't it sort of like tied to his 360? Well, you 360. could you could do the license mover down the line if he ever bought his own 360. And that's like yeah. once a year, right? Yeah, once a year. I can deal with that. Okay. Otherwise, he'll have to be signed in, which you want to be for Radiant anyway, so you can post on the leaderboard. All right. Yep. So, um, Xbox Live actually has a new RPG coming out on the Xbox Live in games, which is why I brought it up. So, I'm hoping we can bring your totals up to two. So, this one's called West. It's an quote-unquote experimental RPG about a 13-year-old boy named James who lives on an island and is out to discover the world. How is that experimental? That's like every RPG ever. All right. The game centers on naturalism, symbolism, and science. Okay, there's the experimental part. <laughs> and focuses on tough, the tough questions in life. It's 80 Microsoft points. That's $1 in the U.S. And that's it. They've got a trailer. You can see more about it on our site. And it sounds uh, very psychological and uh, intellectual and RPG. Does he have a boat to get off the island? Because otherwise that would be a really short game. Well, let's see. I'm playing the... Uh, trailer now i'm looking for a boat he gets off the island somehow 
Does he just go back to the island in season six? He's killing wolves in the mountains. <laughs> no, it's not lost. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, there's a demo, so go try it out. You know that, how that works. Is it out now? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's out now. So go check it out. That's a new RPG for you on the Xbox Live Indie Games area, which is now under the Specialty Games section yeah. of your updated dashboard, which has too much white in it, which everyone says, right? It's so boring. It's so boring. It's so boring to look at. <laughs> so that's so terrible. And it's like it runs it it's so, everyone, faster. You remember when everyone complained about the original dashboard? It was confusing. Yeah, but I think people want it back compared to the updates they've had. No, I, I, I would agree. I would <laughs> say that the new avatars—they look. Have you seen the way they look? They're all lanky and they're big-headed. They changed really. the avatars. Yeah, they're reproportioned. Yeah, apparently one of the justifications for why people are going to find the Xbox Live Indie Games from Microsoft is that the Avatar shop is also on that specialty tab. And so the, we've got millions of people buying stuff for their avatars, so that's what will get them to see where the indie games are. People buy stuff for their avatars? That's what I thought. I'm like, are you Have kidding you not me? Seen the lightsabers? <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> lightsabers. No, I haven't. This one, lightsabers. Oh, my God. It's a double lightsaber all the way. They do have a double lightsaber. They do? <laughs> yeah. Nice, awesome. cool. I won the, the baby chocobo, and I'm all set. I never That's have to buy anything again. That's all I need, too. That's all I yeah. got. Are you kidding me, man? That's the best. Well, that's what I like about a lot of new... I will say the new... The new, new NXC. I was about to say the old NXC didn't have this, but the new, new NXC is like a lot of games have built-in avatar awards which is yeah. actually quite fun it's, it feels like a little bit more of a tangible reward you can yeah. show off to your friends why in the world would i pay for that stuff no i wouldn't pay for it i just don't like having them i know it's like when the games are just gonna put it in it's like that's all i need like i'm still wearing my sombrero from red dead redemption and by the way I, people i who earned do this, for sh- oh mm-hmm. really you 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 earned that sombrero yeah i shot a guy i had i had a guy's head and said you unlock an avatar award i'm like oh, all nice. right i need to do that all right oh that's cool <laughs> that is cool um Here's the thing. All you people out there buying stuff for your avatar, I've got news for you. None of us go and look at our friends' avatars. We're not I seeing do. your rewards. Oh, you do? Well, I like to see who's online, and whenever you see who's online, you see their avatar. Can't you just see that through, like, the, the when you press the button? Isn't there a friends list there you can use instead? Some, I sometimes I check on my computer first to see if it's worth it to sign in. Really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know you could do that on your computer easily. Oh, yeah, you could even dress up your avatar on your computer. Oh. They they redesigned the entire interface for how you do deal with Xbox Live on your computer, so it's much smoother. You can dress up your avatar, you can check on yeah. your friends. You, you, you see what they've done there. They've redesigned it so that you are forced to come across the avatars now, so you have more of an excuse to buy crap for your avatar, huh? Hmm. Well, yeah. all I know is I'm wearing my Alan Wake jacket, my Red Dead Redemption sombrero, <laughs> and I'm holding a, a, a Left 4 Dead med pack. But you didn't pay for any of that? No, I didn't. <laughs> all right, good. Don't they have, like, some actual cool stuff you could buy for your avatar there? Yeah, everything. Like, just about every game. They have no, table three stuff. That's uh, pretty cool nice. stuff. I just, not every game. Like, something that's, like... like, a scuba diver cock. It's got to be something awesome. I just don't know what. It makes they weird have dancing ATSTs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they do like a little pop and lock, and they dance. You dance with it. Oh mm. God! Oh, he's gonna get one. No thanks. 
I'm trying yeah, to I find. I'm trying to find why. like the Avatar stuff on the website. Where is it? Uh, my it, it is there. I noticed it was there actually. Where I went and checked to make sure my password still worked. Well, I'm looking like where do I find the shop so I can see what's awesome that you can buy? Is it only on the console? I I might think I think so. Oh, yeah. okay. But you can dress it up and change it up. Wait, wait. Let me see. I'll find out right now. While you continue. All right. You tell me how awesome it is. My gamer score is so bad. 4,275. Man, I'm higher than mine. What? All right, so let's all compare. Still higher than mine. Oh, okay. What's your, what's it called? What's your Game Center gamer score? <laughs> I don't have Game Center. You do. I do? All, all iPod touches and iPhones have it. Oh, now. that Game Center. I thought you meant like the bad one in Xbox. Um, my iPhone Game Center score is get ready for it um where is that even listed <laughs> i don't know how to find it i have nine achievements oh there is done the avatar marketplace is here what you where? can browse it too where do you go I'm giving you a link oh, it's a, a go link. to your profile and under, underneath it's like marketplace avatar game style my profile i don't even know how to get my profile <laughs> There you go. I got. I know what I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna dress like Dante from Dante's Inferno. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's so bad. That's an okay. RPG, right? So Avatar game style. Oh, and you really can. T- and that's nice. You can test out all the different outfits on the website before oh, you. Oh, you can play dress up. So now you have no reason, since no one else is looking at your avatar people, and you can just play dress up on the website. You now have zero reason to buy this stuff. Why? Because you can see what it looks like, and uh-huh. then you're done. Because do you really need to see it every time you log in? You're going to tell me yes. I don't think anyone's looking at yours because you haven't bought anything special. Oh, is that what it is? You're not you're name. It's me brand. personally. Okay, yeah, so I never look at your avatar. I look at him like, oh, that's disgusting. This shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go hang out with people who have pretty avatars. All right, let's see what we've got from Snoopy. Oh, you can get Woodstock as a pet. He costs you like three bucks. Um, hey, look, Monkey Island 2 stuff. That's enough, right? No. No, it's not. Anna, is Monkey Island 2 stuff enough to buy, spend money on Avatar items? Uh, Scott Pilgrim Avatar items? You want to be Knives Chow? No. <laughs> Where's the cool stuff? <laughs> Wait, I, I can buy blue like... yoga pants. This is important. I need to buy... How about the spare tire hat? You need to be unique with what you buy, so I think you should get a lightsaber. You know, they did the work for me. Here's the best-selling of all time. Number 12, the Halo cargo shorts. Number 11, the Modern Warfare 2 t-shirt. Number 10, the Halo laser kill ring. Number 9, the Halo remote-controlled warthog. Okay, that's kind of cool. Number 8, the COG helmet from uh, Gears of War 2. Number 7, the COG armor from Gears of War 2. I think it's pronounced COG. I don't yes. care. It's it's three capital Get letters. It, Gears that means of War, it's Cog. Oh, okay. Um, Modern Warfare 2's Riot Shield is up at number six, followed by the Army Ranger uniform at number five. Then from Star Wars, the something. Okay, basically, I can break pl- it down for the you. TCW, whatever that is, Republic I, Heroes I is a lightsaber. No, no, no. I'm not done yet. Are you saying that a lot of people at 360s play shooters? Yeah. I was going to say that people like shooting things in head like buying Avatar clothes. <laughs> yes, that's what it seems to be. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 is in number three as well with the UAV. Then number two, it's 
it's a, a ghost uniform. And then number one, it's the night vision. You know what I think, goggles. though? It's really funny. This is really telling that the you know the most macho guys on Xbox Live like paint dress up the most. They paint two and a <laughs> half bucks or three dollars for night vision goggles for their avatar. That's what I'm saying. The guys, the most macho guys, like yeah, let's go shoot some people in the head. Are the ones with like plain dress up the most. Oh, yeah, but, uh, I always was under the impression that those were the people with who kind of uh, care a lot about their public image. And by public image, I mean their avatar image. You know, <laughs> I, I guess it's, if this is their only way of socializing is over the Xbox Live headset, then it's like a I'm, I'm, gen- I'm generalizing. Really, you need really to intercede hurt. for these people. I like that. So after they're done calling you gay, like, dude, you're so gay. You want to check out my pretty avatar post? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, Chris, how we had the conversation the other day about who would own a 3D TV? Um, yeah, me. They're the ones buying the goggles. I'm not buying the goggles. It's the goggles. They do nothing. Yeah, I know I'm in the. I know I'm the target market for 3D TV. But that does not mean I'm buying no goggles. Like Even Aaron Master said, Chief. Master Chief's a Halo whore. He's in the chat room. He's like, forget that crap. I'm still trying to beat Super Meat Boy so I can get the Meat Boy pet. He wants to earn his Avatar Awards. So there we go. There we go. So, anyway. You know, in some countries, that might be considered libel. What? The Halo whore? Yeah. Oh. Are you a Halo whore, Master Heath? Master Chief? Why did I say Master Heath? I don't know what that <laughs> means. Master Chief. <laughs> Master he hasn't. He hasn't. He gave up on getting the Carter helmet. I, I don't know what that means, but I think it's an admission. You will have to decide at home, and then he's going to sue me. Sorry. All right. E seven. <laughs> Let's take a nice, uh, ni- nice left turn here to E seven. Who's played E seven? I have not. I have, I the, have not. I have the box for it here. I have not played it yet, though. Um. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Other than uh, if you're in Europe, John, you'll be yep. able to buy it now. Because apparently you haven't been able to. At least not on uh, not on download. It'll now be available for £21 or €24.99 Euros on the PSN. Oh, maybe I might actually start playing the E series because I haven't actually, I've never actually played it. So I've heard E7 was really good, and now E's Ulthan Felgana just came out here, and I'm hearing that's really, really, really good, and that should be considered for Game of the Year among RPG people. So I don't know what that means. Are you reading comments other than WordWad? Who's WordWad? Uh, one of the guys that worked on it. Oh, no, I am I was reading... I'm referring to, like, the PS Nation review. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we have a member of XC that posts on our forums pretty regularly. Oh, so. okay. And I mean, he'll come up with things that's like, oh, I think this game's a 10 out of 5, but I'm a little biased. I'm like, yeah, you're a little Only biased. a 10 out of 5? As everyone knows, the highest score you can get at RP Gamer is 11 it's out of 11 5. It's 11 out of 5. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what do we give that to that again? Good. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 11. 11, the uh, Ulta the Goddess, or whatever the, the, most, the, the most recent expansion was. Oh, Wings of the Goddess. Wings of the Goddess, yes. 11 out of 5. By Mr. Sean Lucifer Cooper. Yes. Yeah, we we didn't let that go up as a normal review. <laughs> no kidding. Insisted on giving it the ridiculous store, score. We like, can you give it a real score? He's like, no, I'm giving it the score. He's like, okay, and it's going up as a joke review. You have fun. <laughs> I liked it still though. Ah, uh, 
So, uh, are you going to get E7, Quinn? You going to do it? Uh, I might. Um, I've got some other games that are sort of on my uh, list of games well, I want to buy more first. Oh, like what? What's more important than E7? Uh, the latest iteration of Super Robot Wars? You know, we did do that four-hour podcast. On Super Robot Wars? Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, I think we've kind of... Quinn, you'll get a kick out of this. Jooms has lost it. He's decided I have not played enough SRT. He's getting me to the two DS games. Uh, oh, <laughs> the, wait, wait a minute. Um, is he getting, um, he's getting you the first RPG. They, they haven't released the sequel. Not I England. thought there was two OGs. Sorry? Oh, the two OGs, the two GBA ones. Oh, hang on, I'm getting messaged. Because <laughs> he's listening to the show. He refused Probably to ever not. be on the show, but he listens to it. <laughs> oh, here we go. For you in the chat room, because I love you too. Oh, you're right, you're right. It's Game Boy Advance, and I'm just stupid. Don't mind me. There's some E's artwork for you. So go pick up the limited edition of E7 or E's Olthen Felgana and enjoy some easy action. Ugh, I Pun. thought we said we'd stop doing those. I, I don't I don't remember ever agreeing to not do a pun. Oh, I think uh, we in the news department have decided to try and relax on the ease puns since we make them almost every time an ease game is talked about or announced or anything to do with required. it. It's so easy, and, though. Yeah, like the uh, ease. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get mine in. Well, let's ease on down the road. And, oh. <laughs> and talk terrible. about Dark Spore. Just terrible. Chris, before we seg you into a new game, uh, Jim says he's playing Mega Man. And that's why he's busy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I forgot priorities. <laughs> Mega Man. <laughs> Tell him he's full of crap. <laughs> Jim, you're full of crap. All right. Thanks for being um, available to consult, Jooms. All right. <laughs> Sign up for the Dark Spore beta. Let's just get on with it. Dark Spore is EA and Max's action RPG. That apparently is on the PC, since you can sign up for the beta. I don't know how this is working. It is the second... Oh, this is the one that's... Yeah, this is the second game in the Spore franchise. So yes. you get to make a lot of custom character customization. And uh, it's action-oriented. And I'm assuming that it has enough to qualify as an RPG, since this description certainly doesn't make it sound like one. Um, it's like Diablo, remember? We're waiting for more information, I think. Okay, so for now we're covering it because there's a good chance it's going to be an action RPG because they say it is. Oh, it, um, I read a lot on it. It's like a, it's very Diablo-like. Oh. And like a little Diablo and a little, uh, what's that game? Uh, Dota, sort of, like a between a little bit of both. Ew. Okay. That's exciting. I guess. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Being positive. Yeah. Positive good. Be good. Positive. Let's be positive. <laughs> Woohoo. Can, uh... You can do that great Bob Marley hit. Don't worry, be happy. Be very positive. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Anna Wait told me minute. the other day that we were talking about Bob Marley and she brought up Don't Worry, Be Happy. And I had to inform her that was Bobby McFerrin. But <laughs> I still like the idea of Bob Marley doing Don't, Don't Worry, Be Happy me. instead. <laughs> I just want to know what that would sound like. <laughs> the great Rastafarian folk ballad. Don't worry, be happy. 
Oh, I'm gonna go crawl into a corner and die now. I, I like that term, Rastafarian folk ballad. It's good stuff. So go sign up for Dark Spore at uh, their link. It's darkspore.com. Just go there, and uh, it's right on the right side of the page. Go check it out. See if you uh, see if you like it. Let us know um, how this is shaping up. If you get in the beta, let us know if it's going to be a good action RPG or not. Oh, Yu Suzuki. Anybody know that name? Uh, the creator of uh, Shenmue and Virtual Fighter series. That's right, and he wants to uh, he wants to harass you by telling you more about the follow-up to Shenmue that won't be a follow-up to Shenmue. What I understand is he's not actually working on this title at all, though. Well, it says his company's making it. But I'm pretty sure he's not. Ah, so his company, EaseNet, Y-S-Net, I'm assuming it's pronounced like the game series. I really don't know. Maybe it's WiseNet. Um, his company's developing the game, and of course it is not a true follow-up to the Shenmue games. It's its own, uh, it's its own thing set in Yokosuka, which is the setting of the original Shenmue. And you uh, will fill the shoes of the main character themselves. Um, oh, I guess it will. What it will weird... be produced and, direct, and directed by you. This sentence is weird. Players will fill the shoes of the main characters themselves. Don't you always fill the shoes of the main character? Well, maybe um, the shoes are a little bit bigger this time and they'll okay. just fit better. Oh, all right. I see. It's and uh, it will serve as a side story to the original game. And its sequel. So it is yeah, I was wrong. Sequel. It will be directed by Yu Suzuki and produced by him. And maybe we can actually get a real one. Wait, wait. This is going to be a social game, game for... This is... Yeah. This is a social game for Yahoo's mobile so, serv- mobile service? Yeah. It's never going to come out here. Between Zip and Laughable. Yeah, yeah. It's a cell phone game. And I'm, I'm just bringing it up because Shenmue fans are tortured forever. And it continues. That's not fair. Out. It's not fair. But, there uh, we go. Sunsoft confirmed that this will be a free-to-play microtransaction-based model. <laughs> oh, even better. Free-to-play you pay micros. 99 cents for the game. That's right. If you're Japanese, you pay 99 cents for the game. If you're Japanese, what? I was about to say, if you're Japanese, you can pre-register for the game right now. Awesome. On the Yahoo Mobile social right. gaming site. So everyone's depressed now. I know. The show's been kind of crappy. And you just got news that the latest Shenmue is still going to suck. I've got some good news for you people. Woohoo! Tactics Ogre, the remake for PSP. It's already out in Japan. It was reviewed by Famitsu, and it got four nines. That's 36 out of 40. It's looking fantastic. So wow. Wow. Square Enix really paid review. for this one. That's nice. <laughs> they really paid for this one. <laughs> really care. All right, well, here's the quotes that they paid for, then. All the new gameplay features added are incredibly fun and incredibly useful. You aren't just rewinding your turns in battle. You get to pour over the branching points in the story and every move you've ever made in the game, which is amazing. With a game as tough as this one, it's a vital tool for your strategy. I think it makes things a lot more accessible to beginners. Then, I like the changes made to the leveling system. It makes creating a truly unified force a lot easier. The difficulty and story are just as hardcore as always, too. So there you go. Looking like it's a fantastic remake. That is coming out here. Um, I don't think we have a date yet. But uh, look forward to that. Hmm. Because it's, it's, you know, check that out. Hmm. 
The uh, let's see, Boyle asks if the Japanese version has English text. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say no, and that's why they're localizing it. <laughs> but uh, I, the only game I've ever seen that has that is like Phoenix Wright, the first couple for the DS, where they had English and Japanese on the Japanese cart, and the localization and process was basically cutting the Japanese text out of the game. I always thought was weird. Nobody else cares. But uh, what about Valkyria Chronicles 3? You guys care about that? Um, is it on PSP? Yes. Is it better than the second one? Don't know. Okay. It seems so. There's a demo, though, that's coming out soon in Japan, in the Japanese PSN. Maybe you can get it on your game here, on your thing here if you know how to circumvent that stuff. On my what? On your PSP. Okay. <laughs> It's going to come out in Japan on November 9th, so a few days from now. And it'll be downloadable on their official site on the 11th. So that'll probably run. There's there's a few games that have region locks, so especially the downloadable ones. So I don't know how well that'll run on the U.S. one, but hopefully it'll work. And you can try that out, the demo. And here's the bonus. If you finish the demo and then buy the retail version, which... Again, we don't have a date for the U.S. version of that. Um, you will unlock exclusive weapons in the full game. Full <laughs> game is cool. out in January in Japan, and uh, hopefully we'll get an announcement for when it's coming here. But uh, it is still PSP, so deal with it. And while you're waiting deal for that, I got something for you to do. As of February, at least. <laughs> you can play Dragon Age Legends on your Facebook which is a follow which is going to be you guys remember the uh game that came out before Dragon Age that was Dragon online? Age Journeys Dragon Age Journeys yeah this looks like a sequel to that Well why is it on Facebook I don't know maybe it'll be on their website and Facebook maybe it'll just be on Facebook I don't know but Dragon Age Journeys is actually surprisingly good Yeah and I'm hoping this will be too the art style looks the same so I'm assuming a lot of the game is similar but Yeah but like, I mean, is it going to be like what and Mafia their Wars is making a Facebook game at this point did Square Enix put out a Facebook game this week? They they did? Yeah. What's it called? Knights of the Crystal. Is it an RPG? Um, wait, wait, it's isn't like it Castle game? Age. What? Um, apparently people are comparing it to Mafia Wars, if you've played that. Oh. That, oh. You, I, you can classify that as an RPG if you really want. I think they released two. They, they released a Chocobo one. Oh, yeah, one. They also the Chocobo Tower Defense. That's probably not an RPG. No, it isn't, and not a lot of people are digging it. But Knights of the Crystal is pretty fun. I mean, I, you said I like it was Castle slow Age. So. Yesterday, it is. Yeah, I like it, but I find that it's too slow. Hmm. That that's my complaint. It's it is really slow. That's too bad. But uh, this Dragon Age one, which we don't know much about, you can sign up for the beta test right now, and I'm sure that beta will come out before February, since that's the launch of the final game. So if you want to get into more Dragon Age Journey type stuff and see what's next from EA and their uh, their kind of innovative uh, online social game people, you can check that out by signing up at their site at beta.dragonagelegends.com and see what's coming up for that. And uh, uh, one thing to point out, this one, since it's on Facebook, one of the big things is uh, there's co-op, and it's built around interacting with your friends. So... Uh, that did, was definitely not in Journeys. So there is definitely going to be some differences in this one. Let's hope it's as good as Journeys was. Though that that said, I never finished Journeys. Did you finish Journeys, Manny? Yeah, multiple oh. times. Oh, so did you get all the items? 
Yeah, I started the game with a bunch of great items. Yeah, I, I just it was too long for me to finish. But it was not that long. It was like it was maybe like one playthrough. It was maybe thirty minutes, forty no, minutes. No way. Yeah, I played the thing for hours and never finished a playthrough. Like the experience got nerfed. Oh, maybe because I waited so long. There were experience bugs, I think, originally in that game that were giving people extra experience, and then they patched them. Hmm. Uh, that sucks for me. Okay. I'll go try Journeys again. I wonder if it's still around. But what's the point at this point? Because it was the, fun. This the, I mean, are you saying if you want to, if this the new one's really the sequel, play the new one and get the new equipment? Because it's not out yet. Oh. <laughs> what I should do is finish Dragon Age. That's what I should do. How about that? Well, they should... How about what I want is them for to put journeys on the iPhone and iPad. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hmm. That would not be nice because then I'd want one even more. You totally do it, Steve Jobs. <laughs> All right, I'm on Facebook. Type in Knights of the Crystals, which has 103,000 um, monthly users. And it's been out for a week. All right. They want access to my name, profile picture, gender. What do they need that? Network, exactly. user ID, list of friends, and um, any other information I've shared with everyone. Gender is to know which character gender to start with. Oh, I can buy crap in this game, can't I? Yeah, it's a good, but not until Monday. Oh, there's a Chocobo dress-up game! Oh, my God! That's what it looks like. Oh God, my ears! Chocobo's <laughs> Crystal Tower. It looks like it looks like dress up for Chocobos. It's is a it? Tower defense. Oh, okay, I'm gonna play with Chocobo. Oh my God, Chocobo! Oh my God, Chocobo! <laughs> what, what did, when did this play turn into Teen Girl Squad? <laughs> play it the after ugly the one. <laughs> no, just no. What, Chris? Just what? no. I, I'm sorry. You cannot tell me that my voice acting sounds worse than his for that. I will grab the hairspray and light you on fire. Yeah, I, I unfortunately live in the wrong country, so I can't do anything to. Wow, this thing is really, really loud. How do I make it quiet? You, you can mute it at the bottom. Oh, it's either on or off. I love it. <laughs> There's no yeah. volume level. Square Enix coins. Yay. I'm a novice, and I'm a boy. You're a boy. Oh, because I am a boy. I get it. Um, yeah, Master Chief is kind of calling you on that. What? Karate Kid? Or, hmm. So Chris no, gives people... Line, oh, one yeah, because I don't have to pay to dress up the chocobo. <laughs> Do you understand the issue here? Oh, yeah. So you'll play Digital Barbie all day long, as long as you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> Dude, a wicked sorcerer by the name of Evilzard. This yeah. is really loud. Yeah. You should be I have to it. shut it because it's really loud. Man, I want to buy something. I'm bored. I'm, uh, those of you on the podcast that you downloaded it, you didn't hear that, but the people in the chat room just got blasted with Chocobo music. It actually was uh, Final Fantasy 1 Prelude music, but. Uh, prelude? No. Main theme. Main theme music. Sorry. I can't get that wrong. Not with the music guy in the show. Hi, Garrett. Hello. Hello. All right. <laughs> so that's all I got for stories, guys. Is there anything I missed? Um, uh, no. So is it time for now playing? 
Yes. And all the chat room, they said after that 8-bit Final Fantasy music, they're going to turn on their uh, NESs. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, okay, we've got to go play Final Fantasy 1 now and press uh, A 500 and however many times so we can buy 256 potions. <laughs> it's very important. Uh, I, I, I should go because I, uh, I need to savage something for Jooms. You have to what? Oh, okay, I, go for it. I, well, I have a pick and I have an avoid, so I'll yes, do the pick Yes, do first. it, do it, do it, do it. Sir, Persona no, 3 wait, PSP. No, wait, wait. You can't go yet because we need to take a break. Uh, oh, right, music. That's right. Garrett, it's time for your song. Yay. Intro people, what are they going to hear? Oh, cool. Um, basically, this is a remix of, I think, the last song I submitted, which was Honor in the West. So I think I call this one Honor in the Beat because it gets a little more wild than the last one. All right, thanks, Garrett. We're going to be dropping that beat right now. Coming at you. All right, Super Mega Worm. That's right. No, this isn't Weekend Confirmed. That's another show. <laughs> now we've got Honor in the Beat.
All right. Thanks, Garrett. That was awesome. Thank you. I haven't. Oh, heard. you killed my intro. Oh, I'm sorry. Manny keeps wanting to pretend that we're a different show and do what they do. All right. That was a great, great track from Del Rio, Bringing the Beats. <laughs> no. From Garrett Lindquist. Get it right. We don't need no Del. We don't need no in-house producer. We have an in-house. Pro- oh, wait, we do. Now we do. Sweet. That's <laughs> yes, awesome. we do need one. We've got an into- yeah, we Gosh. do need one. That's awesome. We have one. <laughs> I've always wanted one. Sweet. Make me a new show theme. People don't do that. No one ever wants right. to make me a new show theme. <laughs> I will work on that for sure. Okay. I hope so. I actually tried a while ago yeah. and messed it up terribly, so I stopped. Oh. Okay. <laughs> No, remember, this is a podcast opening, so there needs to be some, there needs to be soundbite, wait, what's, what do we need, voice samples, 8-bit sounds, someone to say it lives or confirmed, uh, what else do we need? <laughs> it confirms. The, the system is down? <laughs> the system is down. I don't know that we need all of that, but okay. <laughs> uh, what we need to do is listen to Anna as she tells us about her picks and avoids for the week. Yes. So my pick of the week is Persona 3 Portable. I finally finished it. Baby, 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 baby. So that's a, that's a battle music. Sorry. Hundred and six hours. Wow. Holy cow. That game doesn't end. None of them do. You were hoping this would be a short playthrough. Well, I f- I thought I was going to be in under ninety hours. I was really hoping that. And no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Then you got to Monad, and you had to keep playing. Yeah, so it was really good. And it's funny, because, of course, I already had sunk, like, another 100, 120 hours into it when I played it on the PS2. So Yeah. I love the changes. Um, I finished all but five of the social links. So I think I did 16 out of 21. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So that was good. I, I finished social links that I hadn't before. Um, Ken being my boyfriend was a little creepy. But other yeah, than that... Yeah, that, uh, that shouldn't be legal. Uh, You're too old for him. I'm only six years older than him. But oh, only grade, six years. He's in I'm elementary in school. And he's in grade five. So, you know, it's, it's <laughs> a relative not le- thing. Grade five? Really? Yeah, he's in elementary school. Grade five? He's like yeah. 12, isn't he? Is no. that grade 5? What is he? No. Well, if I'm grade 11 and he's 6 years younger than me, then that math is not hard. Oh. But that's still not right. That's so That's not right. true. It's only hold hand hand holding. Yeah. There's no I'm, hinky pinky. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. I'm 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 playing it up for you, Chris. Oh, okay. It's still weird. Yeah. But uh <laughs> Yes, very, very good. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, not going to play it again right away. Probably will play it again someday. And my avoid, because I need to smash it into the ground, is, oh my god, I finished Puzzle Quest 2. Oh, you did? And ironically, here's Isn't the thing like, is... not terrible, though? It's terrible. Okay. Um, so, at one point, I left my DS cord in a friend's bag, and it took them a couple weeks to get it back to me. That's why I was playing. That's why I started playing Persona 3, because I, I couldn't play my DS, so I was playing my PSP instead. And I turned it on, and I'm like, hey, I'm standing in front of this monster. So I kill the monster, and it's like, hi, here's the monster's final form. Oh, yeah, you're done the game now. 
I was oh. two battles away from finishing and didn't realize it. Oh. The story is crap. <laughs> the ending was so disappointing. Yeah. The ending was, surprise! Everything we told you 99% of the game was wrong. Go kill this person. Now go kill this person's final form. You're done. Wow. Are you sure you got okay, the... this again? Is it Puzzle Quest 2. Is there any uh, other Quest endings for two. the game, maybe? No. Oh. So if you want more... And oh. It's just... The game itself is kind of terrible. Like, And... And Jooms is going to jump up and down in glee and say, I told you so, because the major flaw, the, the top thing that ticks me off about this game is that yep. it never gets harder. Oh. Never. Never does it get harder. Well, it gets harder I to never, hear you as you walk ever, away from the microphone. I never, ever <laughs> felt challenged <laughs> okay. at all. I think I died maybe two or three times in the entire playthrough. Mm-hmm. The only thing that happens is the battles get longer. That's too bad. And that is just it's so artificial. It's so telling. It's pathetic. And I'm so disappointed. So it's like I said in the completed games thread, it is not as bad as Galactrix. <laughs> and it is certainly not as good as Puzzle Quest 1. But Galactrix is probably more worth finishing because it's <gasps> different. <sighs> uh, no? We'll agree to disagree on that one. Oh, okay. I so also no. finished Galactrix. I was also supremely disappointed in it. Oh, okay. Well, you know what, guys? If you want did that, a game... Did the story didn't like, hold up in Galactrix then? No. Oh, that's too bad. If you guys want a really good puzzle game that play that that reminds... See, it doesn't play the same, but it still, to me, has the same feeling as Puzzle Quest, is go play Puzzle Kingdoms. It's a PC game that was made by the people that made the original Puzzle Quest, and it is so much better. Wait, then who made Puzzle Quest 2? Mm. It wasn't done by D3 Interactive? It was done by D3. Well, that's who made the first one. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean it was the same people. Oh. <sighs> oh, Infinite Interactive. Right, D3 published it. So, Infinite Interactive, the video game developer, blah, 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 blah. They did Puzzle Quest for... PSP, the DS, the iPhone, the PS3, the Xbox 360, and PS3. They all, oh, but these people made Galactrix, Anna. Yeah, I know. And then they made Puzzle Kingdoms. Uh-huh. Which is a turn-based strategy version of Puzzle Quest. Yeah, it's quite good. And then what else did they make? Neopets Puzzle Adventure. Oh, I also like that. It's yeah. the PSP one, right? Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Oh, it says they made Puzzle Quest 2. But I don't think it's... It may be the same studio, but I don't think it's the same people. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. What about Warlords, Battlecry 3, and Warlords 4, Heroes of Etheria? They also I made that, not, apparently. I'm not familiar with Nobody that Nobody knows. Okay. But yes, don't play it. Don't waste your money. Don't, don't waste, waste your, your money. Time. Go get Puzzle Kingdoms instead. Where can I get Puzzle Kingdoms? Uh, I got it off of Gamersgate. Ah. It's on DS, Wii, and Windows. Yep. So there we yeah. Very good. Go play it. Don't play Puzzle Quest 2. It sucks. Next. Next. All right, Manny, what do you got for us? Pass. Let me go later. Oh, okay. (laughs) I keep forgetting you always want to go last, you diva. Um, Mine must be last. All right, so I'll go. Oh. I did nothing. 
don't know. No, I did something. No, I did. I had a boring week. I started playing Shining Force Neo two days ago. Yeah. Nobody was expecting Shining Force Neo, were you? No. Nope. Man, this game has bad voice acting. (laughs) It's so bad. (laughs) The game itself is kind of fun so far, but it's kind of really, really easy. And it's a Shining Force game, which um, is exactly what I was looking for because it's all super... It's so Japanese. Japanese cutscenes, Japanese story, and that's exactly what I wanted right now. So um, that's making me happy from that perspective. But the voice acting is terrible, and I can't find an option to turn on like Japanese voice acting or anything. So that is, uh, for people who don't know, Shining Force Neo is one of two action RPGs set in the Shining Force universe. Though I don't know how continuous the story is with the other Shining Force games. But uh, you take on the role of Max, who's trying to become a force... And uh, it's his story as he uh, has to deal with monsters invading his village and this sort of thing. And there's a girl who apparently is supposed to be your girlfriend, but you deny it and all that sort of stuff. So it's, you know, it's the story you've heard like 8,000 times before, um, only presented in a different format. And I like the character models and designs and, and races in the Shining Force universe. So this looks fun. But I'll let you know if it actually holds up as being actually fun to play or if it just gets incredibly boring due to the terrible voice acting and kind of been there, done that story. Um, So right now, not really a pick or a void, just uh, monitoring. (laughs) And um, what else did I play, Anna? More WoW, right? And we've been watching StarCraft II tournaments. You've been playing StarCraft II Spectator. That's right. We've been watching (laughs) lots of StarCraft II on GOMTV.net, and it's been so fun. They're getting to the, oh, yeah. the, we just finished the, the, by the time you hear this, probably um, we'll finish the semifinals, uh, yeah, the semifinals, and we'll be waiting a week or so for the, the finals to start, and uh, of season two, so. It's going to be, uh, yeah, we'll be able to watch it, like, now, next week. Yeah, so, we'll see how that So works. excited! What's yeah. it called, GOMTV.net? G-O-M-T-V.net, yeah. Gong. Gom- no, it's GOM. Like gum, oh. but with an O. Oh, G. G is in goo. O is in om. M is in... Did you pay for a season pass? Yeah, I paid for a season pass. But they have a bundle deal where you get season one and two for like 20 bucks. Um, you only have to pay for season pass if you watch... If you want to watch video on demand of more than the first match. <laughs> so you can see the first set in each match for free. Or you can watch it live for free. The problem is the live stream starts at like 6.30 in the morning or something. Crazy. Yeah, it's it's Korean Standard Time, which is yeah. GMT. Yeah, it's evening five. for them, but it's like morning for us. So um, that pretty much means if you really want to watch it all, you kind of need to pick up a premium pass. I'm sorry that it's not free. Um, but if you want more free StarCraft, like I said, the f- a lot of the video on demand, the first matches are free, so you can at least watch those. And you're going to get at least 10 to 20 minutes out of most of those matches just for free on their site, gomtv.net. And you can also look up uh, somebody called Day9, who does a lot of uh, commentary on professional games. And he puts those up free on YouTube and on blip.tv. So just look for Day9TV, D-A-Y, the number 9, TV, youtube.com slash Day9TV. And you get some more StarCraft too that way. So there's some free ways to get it. But I highly recommend paying for the the tournament because it's so fun to watch. For those of you that um, watch the BlizzCon stream or any BlizzCon coverage for the StarCraft tournament, yeah, um, it's the the two guys that were at BlizzCon 
actually do the commentary. Well, there were for... three guys at BlizzCon, so two of them are doing Sorry. the commentary for this, and the other one right. is Day Nine, who I just plugged. But yeah, right. So they uh, they're they're kind of goofballs. They can get a little stupid at times, but but it's fun. You, you, the the you... further they go, the better they get. Yeah, you you come to adore them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, you guys. Because it was actually really that? funny. Because when we first started watching it, we were like skipping all the commentary. Yeah. And then we, then we and were watching like 30 seconds jokes. of it. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're just watching all of the commentary and listening to them talk about it and stuff. Yeah. So they, they do grow on you for yeah, sure. Absolutely. They're, they're still dorks though. Yeah. Let's go check that out. I highly recommend it. And what do you got, John? Um, I've got uh, two picks, RPG, non-RPG. Uh, the non-RPG one, uh, as soon as my housemate turned up in our place with the uh, 360, um, I made a note of picking up um, Res HD. Nice. The, uh, the, slightly, uh, uh, the slightly insane on-rails shooter, which is very much worth playing. Is that um, the one with the vibrator? Yeah, that one. Um, the, the Xbox Live version does not come with the vibrator, but they did something better. You can have up to four Xbox controllers hooked up while playing Res HD, and each one will vibrate at slightly different parts of the music. And so you can surround yourself in vibration ecstasy with Res HD. Oh, man. Most people don't know that you can put up, like, four controllers, <laughs> but you can. Yeah. Is that what you did? No, clearly not. <laughs> um, I actually, um, on the same uh, in, in the same purchasing spree, I did also pick up the uh, the virtual on game that's currently on uh, Xbox Live Arcade. Virtual on, um, what's that? Uh, Giant Mecha again. Oh, is that any good? That's all right. Um, I'm quite a fan of the series, um, which kind of. The, the series has got st- it's one of those series that has got steadily worse over time. Uh I own uh a PS2 port of the original game which originally came out on the Saturn years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh and the second game came out I think originally on the Dreamcast. Um and thankfully they re-released it on Xbox Live Arcade so you could go and pick it up. Um That's that's the Dreamcast version that's on Xbox Live Arcade. I think it's the Dreamcast version, yeah. Okay. Um, and my RPG pick, uh, in light of RP Gamers uh, Tales of Months, I've been playing my third playthrough of um, Tales of Asperia. This time, uh, I'm playing it through with uh, the difficulty permanently locked on Unknown. You know, for a challenge. Unknown? Yeah. That's the that's difficulty the name of, is that's the, name of, that's the name of the difficulty level. Is that the hardest? Why is it unknown? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all it really does is um, basically takes the uh, basic uh, basic stat, enemy stats, and multiplies them by about three or four or something like that. <sighs> hmm. uh, that sounds uh, hard. That does sound hard. Um, yeah. I, well, I have carried over most of the stuff from, from my... Well, actually, I've carried over everything from my previous run-through using the uh, grade shop options, but... Uh, so far, it has actually proved quite the challenge. You know, just even with stuff like carrying over all of my equipment, 10 times EXP and all that stuff. Nice. I look, I look, forward, to the, I look forward to the really challenging stuff. <coughs> then again, I was one of the people crazy enough to import a PS3 copy of Tales of Vesperia. Um, so I have even more crazy stuff to 
to be getting on with. Hmm. So yeah, those are my picks. Cool. So, all right, I'm ready. It's just I was reading something at the time. Oh, you asked me. Well, I want Garrett first now. I don't want. No, oh, you suck. Yeah, Garrett. No, what Garrett do you got? Last. He's the new guy. Okay, for my uh, my pick, Bastard. I would definitely say Costume Quest. Costume Quest, yay! Somebody's finally yes. played it on the show. Oh, I absolutely love that game. I beat it through. It, it took me two days because I had to stop. I played like five hours straight, and I had to stop. All right, what's your favorite costume? I, um, I like the vampire. Ah, all right. So tell he people was... how this game works. Okay, basically, you start out. It's a, a girl and her younger brother, um, and he's only younger, I think, by minutes. But um. So they're, they fight all the time. They're going trick-or-treating. Um, the brother has just a – he's a candy corn, basically. He's got some lame costume, and hers is really cool. She's dressed up as the robot. Um, so basically, you guys go trick-or-treating, and there's these goblins around the city who are taking all the candy, and that's their whole goal is to take candy. Um, so basically, uh, your brother gets abducted because he looks like giant candy, and that's what they're after. So it's up to you to kind of go around the city, um, do little kind of quests. Like some are find, find certain things. Um, you, you want to gather as much candy as you can because that's your currency. You collect stamps, which will uh, give you boosts. Like I had a counterattack on one guy. So if you would successfully block in battle, you would attack them back. And there's a lot of different perks that way. And... Uh, but really what you have to do is you have to go trick-or-treating. And the atmosphere, the, I don't know, just everything with it just worked so well. It had a huge, like, nostalgia factor to it. Nice. I don't even know why because it was the first thing, you know, it's obviously the first game if it's going to be a series. No nostalgia for your childhood, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I want to trick-or-treat. You can just go to the store and buy candy. Oh. I don't know how many times I've told my brother not to shake his ball and bond, but does he listen to me? No. And then he goes and gets kidnapped. <laughs> is that a line from the sh- the movie or the game? No. Oh, okay. Is that a line from our review of the game? No. Oh. I just made it up. Oh, you just made it up. But you're awesome. Why, thank <laughs> you. All right, so you get to get lots of different costumes, right? Yeah, that's the most important part is you collect costumes. Uh, first, you get the blueprint for them. Then you actually have to collect the pieces by either just exploring the city, doing good, you know, uh, trading cards with people, or uh, beating people up, stuff like that. And uh, once you complete all the prerequisites for this costume, then, then you're able to use it. Um, some of them have perks in the, in the actual, like, when you're exploring the town. Like the robot, you have skater shoes, and it mm-hmm. lets you just zoom really fast. Um, but then in battle, every single costume has its different perks. You have uh, three three characters in battle. Um, you can put different costumes on each one. Some are like more offensive, and some are you know healers or they'll help with defense. Like the knight can in, in the town, the knight can put a shield over your head so you can go under like harsh moving water, like a waterfall to see what's on the other side. Uh, but in battle, he can put like a shield on people. And uh, that'll absorb just tons of the damage that they normally would be getting. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Do you have a party? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, uh, three people in battle. And eventually down the line, you have a total of three, I, I believe, three characters nice. that are traveling together. Cool. And uh, so one of the complaints I heard about this game is that you get some of the costumes way too late in the game to actually use them much. Did you find yeah. that to be the case? I would agree. I got the vampire like right at the last second, 
I missed one of the pieces and I forgot about it because it was from my transition from the first day of playing it to the second. Uh-huh. And uh, basically, when I was at the final boss, I actually backtracked to, to get the last piece for it and then used the vampire on the final boss. So I would have loved to have the vampire the whole time. Hmm. Okay. But otherwise, it's fantastic. But um, I guess for my, uh, my avoid, I'm trying to play my PSP more because I have a huge collection for it, but I just never play it. Um, so I threw in Tales of the World Radiant Mythology and realized just how much I hate that game. <laughs> yeah, you made a bit of a mistake with that one. Yes, I truly did. Especially since I have Joanne Dayark that I haven't beaten. And I, passed, I actually shoved that one aside to grab Tales of the World. And I just, I have no idea what I was thinking, what I might have been on. Go get Jean d'Arc. (laughs) Go get about. Do that instead. Yes. That's one of Michael's favorite tactical RPGs, like, ever. Actually, I think it is his favorite tactical RPG ever. So. Yeah, it's fantastic. I don't have that. I should get it. Is that on PSN? Yep. 20 bucks. Nice. Artwork is great in that game. The the graphics are fantastic. There's, like, dragons and stuff, aren't there? I believe so. I'm not that far into it. So. Yeah, it's made by level five, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, of course there are then. All right. Sweet. Well, they do make Dragon Quest. <laughs> yes. And White Knight Chronicles. No, I'm depressed. All right, Manny, you're up. Take us home. Uh, yeah, sorry for the delay. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I've got to get it prepped. Um, my pick is also Halloween-themed. You know, I was uh, sick all last week, and I was pretty much sick this week, too. I didn't which know means that. I... You don't sound that sick. Oh, well, I finally great. got a little bit better, like fr- like late Thursday, early well, Friday. because, you know, your body knew the podcast was coming up, and that's important. It's pretty easy to sit here and talk, man. Yeah, exactly. It's, I'm just saying, I finally started feeling better, like, maybe this last Thursday, early, late Thursday, early Friday. Okay. But I, was all, but I was sick all last week, and that means I missed Halloween. Ah... Terribly sad. But I made up for it by purchasing a very Halloween-filled game. Not Costume Quest. The other Halloween-themed game this year. Mm. You know what that is? No? No. Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I've been wanting that. Uh, why? We because don't need it's zombies fantastic. in this game. fantastic. Is it really? Yes, it is. It's okay, more best, zombie crap, though. What was the best part of Red Dead Redemption? The story. Was it the cutscenes and the dialogue and yes. the interactions John Mars and Ham with everybody? Yes. Shooting people. <laughs> no, that, I don't think the shooting is the best part. But. I enjoyed the interaction stuff. It was like a cool Western movie. and It was the, it was the environment, really. And now, imagine that, but they, they all new scenes, all new interactions, all new dialogue. They recorded a lot of new stuff for this with all the original voice actors. But how does that work given how the game ends it's a it's a par- the game exists on a parallel track oh, so okay. it's like like a little parallel universe so you see a lot of the old a lot of the old people that you ran into come back okay and the dialogue is very it's very smart and it's witty and it's and it's just a, it's a self-referential and it really understands that this is like some kind of hokey like halloween town type of situation so it's really good Oh, like like for ten bucks you get a lot of game. Because I really liked Red Dead Redemption. So, well, let me give you an example. Like you run into the professor at yeah. one point. Ooh, yeah. And he's like, "All right, wait right here." A minor spoiler that happens like in the first like fifteen minutes of the game or less. 
And he's like, all right, wait right here. I'm going to go with you. But first, let me just go run down this deserted hallway all by myself. I'll be back in less than two minutes. Wait right there. He get he takes like two steps, and then he gets eaten by a zombie. Oh, no. So there's like a lot of that kind of funny stuff. And then like at one point, you hear people arguing about how they're going to rebuild America and who's in charge or mm-hmm. funny dialogues between him and his zombie wife. Oh, because, yeah, apparently your wife and your son get turned into zombies, and now you're racing around the uh, – <laughs> The frontier what? trying to get a cure for them. Okay. <laughs> of course. It's just, it's really interesting because you run into everyone you, you met before, but like, like in zombie world and zombie town. Okay. It does drag a little bit in the middle when you're trying to, when you have to eventually start clearing out towns from like zombie infestations and keep them clear. Yeah. But whenever it gets like one of those story sequences, like you run into the movie producer guy and talking about how he wants to make the first zombie movie. And it's just, it's fun. It's it's what you want Red Dead for. Oh, and just so you know, uh, there's more than just zombies. It's a uh, I ran into a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. There's apparently there's chupacabras in this game. I'm right. I'm riding on one of the four horses of the Apocalypse War, who sets mm-hmm. enemies on fire when I ride past them. And let me see what else does I have. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Instead of birds, something but bats. You know, it's very Halloween themed. It's very. And I think the reason why I was really in a zombie mood was because, uh, what was it, uh, The Walking Dead premiered on AMC on Sunday night. Ah. And people were people get talking about how good that was, and then people started talking about how good Undead Nightmare was. I'm like, fine, I'll cave. This is the last zombie thing I'll do. What was, what was on AMC? Uh, Walking Dead, the series. It's like a new sitcom. Oh. What? No. <laughs> or not sitcom, but uh, no, my bad. Okay, it's it's a show... Base picture if they combine like Lost and Dawn of the Dead. Actually, no. Have it's you a seen the monthly black the and white Walking... American comic book series? Yeah, I was about to say The Walking Dead, like one of the most famous comic book series around, has been turned into an AMC original drama. Uh... It's quite faithful. Everyone oh, this loves is one where like movie. lots of people die, isn't it? Like you have all main characters, but they don't like live. I don't know. I've never read the comic. Oh. I thought that. I, I thought I heard um. What's yeah, his face? The, Sean, yeah. whatever. Who yeah, they used to talk about it on yeah. GFW Radio all the yeah. time. Yeah. I don't know if it's really the series for me, but there you go. But now this is this other one looks like, oh, story of life following a zombie apocalypse. So it's a To be fair, though, I know show. it sounds cliche now, but this is one of the first ones that actually made this, that actually did it right. Well, the comic is, do we really want the, I don't know. If it's the same quality as the comic, I don't mind. Show's pretty good. I watched an episode of it, or the episode. It was good. Yeah, was, it's it's online. You can watch it for free on AMC right now. Hmm. Okay, there you go. There you go. I, I like swear, Mister, he weren't bad, Mister, but he weren't bad, Mister. I like. I only like shows and series like that if they have like an end in mind. But if they're just gonna meander around like post-apocalyptic world with no clear goal. No that's that's, that's goal. not what the Unwalking Dead is like at all. Okay. I don't know. You must have like. hated Lost. You I must have absolutely watch, hated Lost. I didn't watch Lost. Walking Dead is actually kind of like Undead Nightmare. Like he's look this this sheriff wakes up in a hospital and he has to go find he wants to find his family. Ah. But I mean it. But I mean, is the show and the book conceived with an end in sight, or is that the premise and they just keep making more content? 
Like, is it more like Babylon 5, or is it more like Lost at the beginning? I'm sure someone must be screaming at us right now about The Walking Dead. I don't know. Whatever. doesn't matter. But he weren't bad, mister. He weren't bad. He may have beat women, and he may have slept for... Sorry. Just lying. (laughs) It just stuck in my head. Stuck from uh, Undead Nightmare. Nightmare. But he weren't bad, mister. He weren't bad. Okay. There you go. Um, I think we're done, then. Are we? Looks like it. All right. Well, we Maybe all got to so. download Undead Nightmare Costume Quest and then go sign up for Knights of the Crystals on Facebook and give Square Enix all our personal information. And we're going to see you next week. Uh, thanks for Garrett for being on the show for the first time. Hopefully he'll be a more regular. Um, we are still looking at trying some other times out uh, for the show, so please pay attention. That'll probably be sprung on you at one point. And those of you waiting for your prizes, we're still working on them. Don't worry. They're still coming. I've been getting all your letters at podcast.rpgamer.com with your contact infos. So just because I haven't responded to you does not mean I haven't gotten it. So don't worry about it. I haven't ruled anyone out of the contest yet. Just uh, taking a while to get to it. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. We are going to wrap up for this week. We will see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Bye now. See you later. Happy Halloween.